As we start this new year, the year of our Lord, 2022, welcome. Welcome to our new four-part homily message series we call Masterpiece. The idea of a masterpiece has something to do with this feast that we call Epiphany. For epiphany is a word that means manifestation. God is manifesting himself, showing himself, revealing himself through his son Jesus. So when we look at Jesus and all he says and all he does, what we literally see is God in action. In that way, we also say that Jesus is God's self-portrait. The birth of Jesus into a subculture environment of poverty and violence begins God's self-portrait. He comes to us there in the midst of difficulty, poverty and violence. His self-portrait continues to be drawn and painted through our Lord's earthly life, his baptism, being tempted by the devil in the desert, his great teachings, his tremendous miracles, and on the cross where he humbly prays for those who crucified him. And at last, at the resurrection, where light overcomes the darkness and life overcomes death. This is God's portrait of himself, a real masterpiece. God's also painting other portraits, other masterpieces. God is painting the portrait of your life. He's painting the portrait of your life and mine. Sometimes we want to grab the paintbrush though, grab the paintbrush from his hands and not allow the master painter, the creator of all things to help us to paint the portrait of our lives, to help us create our lives. When we grasp that paintbrush or snatch it away from God, it's like we're painting by numbers then. Painting by numbers like we're in control. That involves a whole lot of paint, but no soul. Making sense of life is not always easy either, is it? It's a serious quest, but there's always other things demanding our immediate attention that distract us. And we're only too gladly, too glad to leave the hard thinking for another day, put it off until tomorrow. Yet deep inside, there's this nagging question that keeps bubbling to the surface and won't be silenced. The question is, is there any point to all of this striving? Or is it just, just a long, painful journey to nowhere, as some people seem to think? That's how life seems to many who, by sheer inertia, have settled into a spirituality that is the equivalent of painting by numbers. Lots of paint, but no soul. No wonder so many wander away from their churches. They know Jesus' name for sure. They know his name, but they don't know him. It leaves a terrible empty place in their soul, and it hurts. The wise men that we read about in the gospel today, in the Christmas story, knew that hurt. But they didn't just settle for it. They searched. They sensed there was more to God than just a vague cloud somewhere in a lifelong search. They sensed there was more to some transcendent being on the fringes of the universe. 
that we could only intellectualize about. So they invested themselves in a lifelong search, a lifelong search to find God. And when that mysterious star appeared, their quest took upon a new urgency. They left home and hearth and risked everything to find the one from whom all life flows, and they would not be deterred. At the end of their long journey, they were astonished. Astonished to find God with a human face, a baby lying in a manger, a masterpiece, a self-portrait. It wasn't what they expected, but one of the gifts the wise men had, other than gold, frankincense, and myrrh, was the gift of expecting the unexpected. For when you go on a search, a true quest, a true, a true search for God, you have to expect the unexpected. And because they were willing to do that, they recognized him. They had listening hearts, listening for how God was going to be speaking to them, directing them in their search. Jesus spoke not a word, but in his fragile presence in that lonely stable, he let their hearts know that we do not walk alone. God is with us at every step. And all of creation is slowly but surely moving to that far off point where one day we will be at one with him. Don't settle. Don't just settle for a sterile inner life, a paint-by-number life with no soul. Look into the face of Jesus in the manger or on the cross. Look into the face of Jesus and see the one who is closer to you than your own breath. Embrace him. Receive his strength and his goodness. Look to him and let him paint your life. For as a son or daughter of God, you too are God's masterpiece in the making. But you have to let him paint your life. As an artist, and that truly is what God is, for he painted the lavender sunsets. He hand-built the highest mountain. God carefully designed you as well. Remember the same God that created the universe, the seas, and the land stepped back from all of that and decided the universe needed a you, and a you, and a you, and a me, believe it or not. True, we are less than perfect. We look in the mirror just about every day, and for most of us, our heads fill with tough criticism as we tear apart every look. Remember, though, Every blemish, every curve, every mark was designed by him. When you look in the mirror, can you try to see all the supposed imperfections as not imperfections, but a sign of your individuality? On the other hand, sometimes maybe we insist that people around us be more like paint by numbers. By that I mean we insist that they are painted by our numbers colored according to our standards, rather than letting them and God paint the masterpiece of their lives. When a master artist sets out to create a new piece of artwork, 
He doesn't make carbon copies of previous masterpieces. That's why everything you see as an imperfection in you is a sign of your individuality. That's why things that you see perhaps as imperfections in others are a sign of their individuality because they are not carbon copies. A master artist would never succumb to producing a paint-by-number artwork where every piece he creates is exactly the same, using exactly the same colors, exactly the same perspective, etc. We are handcrafted. We are handcrafted and so unique, each and every one of us. The beauty of us is really the beauty of God's art. We are made by the most skilled, most careful, and by far the best artist. God chose for me to look this way, and I should be thankful. He truly thinks we are to die for, as the expression goes, but he literally does it, for he gave his life for you and me. And he views us as beautiful. If we are to personally manifest the beauty of what God created, and be his masterpiece, then it will shine through our speech, our behavior, and our relationships. When we talk about epiphany being a manifestation, this is how we come into this. Not only do we see the infant Jesus manifesting God, we are called to personally manifest the beauty of what God created and be his masterpiece. For the beauty of who we are is not in the outward appearance, but in the simplicity of loving one another and doing our best to align our will with the will of our loving God, the will of our loving master painter. Let God finish the masterpiece he started when he created you. That involves surrendering to him and having a relationship with him built on trust. You have to trust him you have to trust him enough to let go of the brush. That involves surrendering to him. To have a relationship with God and his son Jesus, you must trust and let go. Stop trying to be in control of every brushstroke. Let God be God. Let the creator create. Let the master painter paint. God wants to use our less than perfect circumstances to help make us what he is calling us to be. He chooses those circumstances to make us into his masterpiece. Here's an idea for you as we celebrate or start to celebrate 2022. Ask God to help you to decide on a resolution. Ask God to help you decide on one resolution for this new year something that involves him, the master painter. That way you allow him to paint the masterpiece that will be your life. Here is the key to manifesting the masterpiece God created you to be. Here is the key to manifesting love. Here's the key to manifesting being the body of Christ. Here is the key to manifesting on this feast of epiphany everything God created you to be so that you might help his light shine in the world. The key is to trust him.
to trust him enough, to trust him enough to let go of the brush.